Weinhardt. Welcome back to the Women Who Finish podcast, where we are empowering you to take bold action in your purpose, passions, and purity, right? I'm your confidence coach, Robin Ann, and you can find me at robinann.com or on Instagram where I hang out a lot, so come on over. R-O-B-Y-N-A-N-N-L is my handle there, and anywhere else, Facebook, YouTube, you'll find me there. But I'm so excited that you came back because we have been diving into the You Are Confident series, and I wanted to give some background in this episode before we even went further and really remind you why I can start off with that assumption, right? Why didn't I start off with, "Eh, you're not really confident, but here's some tips to work on that. Why didn't we go that approach? And it's because it's not true. I know as a woman of God, there are certain things that are already default, wired into your spirit, man, that I want to remind you of that have already established you as confident. And I mean, that's the amazing thing as daughters of the most high God, we're not coming from a place of what we don't have. We get to start off with so much in our arsenal. And a lot of times we really sleep on this. We forgot how much Jesus died for He literally, y'all, like Jesus literally was like, I'm leaving nothing on the table. When he went to hell, he was like, I'm paying full price so my daughters can live a full life. And that's what we have access to. So today I really wanted to just give that backdrop and remind us why we're going to go into this series, not as if we're lacking in something that we need to go find develop, um, and really work hard to strive to get. But I really wanted to remind you that, hey, you have this already. Holy Spirit has already wired this into you, and we just want to get out of Holy Spirit's way. That's literally all we need to do, right? So today's episode, we're focusing on you are confident because. You are confident, beloved, because. Number one, I've kind of been saying it over and over, but because God said so. Quite frankly, I think we oftentimes forget that we are not who we think we are. We are who God says we are. That's, that's, that's the agreement. That was the agreement when we became a new creature in Christ, is we now put on his identity, not our own. We die to ourselves, and that's just the daily process is we are just trying every day to strip back a lot of the beliefs, the false beliefs, thoughts that we've just kind of adopted, either from childhood, from the world, from people who don't matter. And we're just trying to strip that back so that who God says we are can really be the authority in our life, can be the only determinant factor in our life, and everybody else can become a non-factor, because they are. Legit, they are. All right, and so the first reason really is, hey, you're confident, beloved, because God said so. And not even in like a, man, a tender, suggestive moment. God actually commanded it out of us. So he's spoken over us that, hey, you're confident because I know I've wired you to be confident. I command you to operate under nothing less. Like, that's how God looks at it. He can command it because he knows it's in us. 
right? And why am I saying such a strong word as command? I really want us to see it as a command because a lot of times, if not, with as Christian women, sometimes if we don't see it as a sin, we think we, we don't need to worry about it. And too many of us are so wrapped up in false humility that if we don't hear that false humility is a sin and it is opposite, it is the opposite of what God has commanded, we won't tackle this. And I want us to tackle this. I really want us to know that we can walk into 2019 with this era of our lives not being an issue any longer. We can really say, God has commanded it. I am going to take hold of this promise and I'm going to walk like he's commanded me to walk. Joshua 1 9 is usually the verse 2 that really gives me a kick in the butt. And obviously he's talking to Joshua when Joshua's been being told, hey, Moses has died and I need you to take over and I need you to do the same or even greater things than Moses did. And you're not going to come at it some timid type of way. <laughs> like God was like, don't don't come at me with your fears, your doubts. The promises are yes and amen. I need you to come into this thing confident and courageous, right? So in Joshua chapter 1 verse 9, when he's really laying out that call to Joshua, he says, look, have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And we know we have that same promise where Jesus had said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. So I need you to walk with my authority, walk with my confidence on your life when you step into a room and give me that freedom to work through you. Give me that freedom to change atmospheres. Give me that freedom to use what I've put inside of you to really impact you know, the rooms and the places I send you. Because God is not sending us anywhere in vain. In our workplaces, our school classrooms, they're not in vain. They're not accidental. God intends to bring heaven on earth by using us, right? So that's the first reason, is you are confident because God said so, and God commands it. God commands it. So, I mean, if there, if really, I'm like, if there's nothing else that you take away from this podcast, that's the main thing I'm really wanting us to rest in and really harness up for is, man, God has commanded this thing. I need to stop playing around with this virtue and just embrace it. Just embrace it. Confidence is not the opposite of of humility. It it really isn't. And that's a whole nother podcast. But I know sometimes we think that and we got to shed that. We got to shed that. We've been commanded. Number two, you are confident because the Holy Spirit inside of you isn't scared of anything. He's not scared. The Holy Spirit inside of you is fully confident, fully whole, fully bold. And a lot of times he's bored, ready to move, ready to go. But because of our um, hangups, because of our fear of man, because of, you know, just all these things that we look to, we stop him from working. We quench his spirit. And we really need to realize that this privilege that we have of carrying the Holy Spirit inside of us is not something to take lightly. This is not something that came cheaply. Jesus paid a very high price and then said, I'm going to give you the very same spirit, a spirit that is 
I mean, very powerful, a spirit that is holy, meaning it's not just given to anybody. It's only given to things that are going to operate for God's purposes and for God's pleasure. And I'm going to give you that spirit so you can operate with that spirit on your life. That is not something for us to take lightly. We can't sleep on this. Right, ladies? We can't sleep on that. I think sometimes we just, you know, we're just in church and we're hearing it all the time that the Holy Spirit's inside us. We really forget, like, whoa, what? God's Spirit is inside of me? You know what I mean? And then we really sleep on what He's wanting to do. We forget He's not just inside of us to just chill. He's not just inside of us to make us feel warm and fuzzy. Yes, thankfully, he is a comforter when we need him. Um, You know, he really speaks to us when we need to hear from God, when we ask for wisdom. And James 1.5 promises, you know, any man, if he lacks wisdom, let him ask God and God will give it freely. I mean, it's that Holy Spirit that usually communicates, right? All these things that are like, okay, they're good and they're beneficial to us. It doesn't stop there, though. There's a lot that the Holy Spirit wants to do that is not about us. And we cannot, we cannot get settled just thinking, oh, Holy Spirit is here to make sure I feel good whenever I'm down. Nah, bruh. So we have to realize that this Holy Spirit's inside of us, ready to move, ready to act. He has been given a mission, many missions, but I mean, really to establish the kingdom here on earth, to destroy the works of darkness, to change atmospheres, to bring um, the reality of Jesus and his gospel to, you know, those around us. The Holy Spirit is on a mission and he's on a mission to do it boldly. And he really needs us to get out of the way. He really needs us to just get out of the way. That's literally it. I mean, it's to the point where in like Matthew 10, 19 through 20, I mean, Jesus was always telling the disciples, listen, you don't even have to worry about what to say when you get in these situations where the Holy Spirit, you know, takes you or wants you to go. Just get there. And in that hour, Holy Spirit will tell you what to say because it's not going to be you speaking. It's going to be that spirit that I'm putting inside of us you, right? And the same applies to us. The same principle applies to us. Holy Spirit's like, hey, just get in the room and then can you just get out of the way and say, Lord, if you want to speak, you can use me. Lord, if you have something to say right now to this person, here I am. Lord, if this person could use some encouragement, give me a word. I mean, it's less legit a lot of times all Holy Spirit's looking for. And if you give him that, surrender in that way, he will boldly like drop something on your heart. And even if you got to start off scared, hey, with time, you start realizing how effective the Holy Spirit is. You're like, wait a minute, Holy Spirit knows what he's doing. You start realizing that that encouragement does change somebody's entire day, week, month, life. You start realizing that, wow, Holy Spirit will actually say something that was very relevant to that situation and could change how the entire room, uh, you know, just, just started functioning in your job. He gave you a solution that completely changed what people were thinking and diffused, you know, just how things would have gone. And so when you really start letting Holy Spirit use you, 
There's a boldness that's going to rise up when you realize, oh, Holy Spirit knows what he's doing. Who knew? <laughs> right? So that's the second reason that we can make this assumption. We have the Holy Spirit in us. He's bold. He's confident. He's ready. Um, so you're confident because the Holy Spirit is inside of you and he ain't scared. He is not scared. Second Timothy 1 verse 7 actually just came to mind. For God has not given us a spirit of timidity, but of power and love and a sound mind, right? So meditate on some of those verses if you really need to remind yourself that you are not just carrying a spirit that is trying to just chill. Like you have a bold spirit inside you who will function with boldness if you give him the opportunity to. Amen? Yes? Agreed? Yes? Yes. All right, number three. So, so far we've said you're confident because God said so and God commands it. You are confident, number two, because the Holy Spirit is inside of you and he is bold and he is ready. And then, number three, you are confident because you know that you are. You cannot shake that tug. You are drawn to other confident Christian women because you can sense, you can sense there's, there's a virtue there that you need for yourself. You're listening to this podcast because you know it's who you're meant to be in God's kingdom. You keep coming back to, man, what if I could just finally say these things with confidence, do these things that God has called me to with confidence? What would that do? You keep imagining and visualizing it. And it's because that's the Holy Spirit inside of you saying, I can't let you just sit, you know, just in, in, in your small comfort bubble. I can't let you sit in who you have been because I know who you really are. And so he keeps tugging at your heart. You cannot shake it that you are supposed to walk in confidence. You need to level up in this, in this area. And no longer believe the lies. And so I just want to encourage you that, hey, let's do it together. Proverbs 28.1, the wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion. If God has called you his own and has made you his righteous one, then you are also bold as a lion and confident, confident to move forward in the calling and the purpose and the passions that he's given you. And don't think you need some word from heaven booming voice before you can move with confidence. Because there are many areas in the Bible where we see that it's just going to be a small voice. It's going to be that passion God puts on your heart that you can't shake. It's going to be that idea that is just burning in your mind. It's going to be that just vision where you see how someone can be better if you could just do what you need to do. If you could just step into the resources and the talents you've been given and use them, you see how you can be someone else's answered prayer. Those are the things that are your calling. Those are the things that's God wanting to use you, beloved. 
And he wants you to walk into it with confidence. It doesn't matter how much he's promised it. We only get to take hold of the things that we are confident in pursuing. Point blank, period. Prayer alone doesn't do it. It just doesn't. And I don't care how much you're praying for something, how much you're praying for that nudge. This is the nudge. This is the sign. It's already came. God's like, hey, you can do it. I give you permission, right? So let us dive into the rest of the series with that reality, with that confidence, with that courage of realizing we are already this confident woman. Let's now just strip away any obstacles keeping the Holy Spirit from using us the way he would desire to, right? And we're going to be so surprised at how quickly, how quickly, how quickly we're walking as that woman because we already are. We're not like the world where we have to go find ourselves and find that confident woman. We already are that. Jesus already paid for it, wired it into our system, and gave us a spirit that knows nothing less. So let's get excited. I'm so excited. I'm excited for you, beloved. I'm excited for us. I'm excited for you, Lionheart. Let's allow this lion to roar. All right. I will see you in the next episode where we start diving into you are confident, but we'll just tackle a few tips and tricks for walking confident. Love you till next time. Hey, 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 Lionheart. If you haven't already, don't forget that you can always head over to womanwhofinish.com. If you're looking for some next steps, on getting started and getting finished on a project that you have. Be sure to grab the free ebook and the video series, which helps you get started and learn the three decisions that I had to make to start finishing the things I started. So don't sleep on that freebie. It is there and waiting for you at womanwhofinish.com.